0: This is make it it kind. M I P. With Massamela
1: Matfuma,
0: Mark Thompson, get woke.
1: At Parker, our purpose is simple: we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, as always, it's first of the month and we want to, the first week of the month specifically, we still call it first of the month though uh, because that's the opportunity. Uh, There is no first of the month without Chad Stone in the center on budget and us having a conversation about the latest jobs numbers. And this month, of course, we just received the April jobs report. Chad Stone joins us to discuss it as always Ch- again, chief economist at the center on budget and policy priorities. Chad, how are you, buddy? I'm good, Mark. How are you? Just fine. Always a pleasure to, to have you. We were just, uh, uh, lamenting, uh, his team over the weekend, the Philly, the Phillies had a rough weekend, but the 76ers had a good one. And, uh, I was thinking about you, though man, cause we, we gotta, I'm got to get to Philly so we can go to a game. I still definitely want to do that. Uh, so we will, uh, we will do just that. So Chad, uh, first of all, wanna, wanna start out cause you, last month you talked to us about the importance of revisions and the role that uh, revisions play. There were some slight revisions from February and March, correct? Yes. And, but, but the number was like almost 40,000. Is that considered a, a, a lot or a big deal?
2: Um, that's a relatively small um, correction, but we had we had been seeing um, large large adjustments going the other way for a while, adding to past months and adding to the totals created since the um, since since the before the pandemic, um, reducing the jobs deficit compared with what it was in February 2020. But this time, this but but we did have 428 thousand jobs, um, and then the total for the previous two months got knocked down by by uh, 39,000, which is not a big deal. That's still a very solid uh, sure. job creation. It, it continued to reduce the jobs deficit compared with where we were in February of 2020, just before the pandemic, but still we're down um, 1.2 million jobs compared with what we were in February, 2020. But that's that's way down from that that, that deficit has shrunk a lot compared with with where we were in the recession when it was over 20 um, million people. So there's, there's still some ways to go, but we've, we've been we've been getting better every month for quite a while now. I point out um, we always talk about leisure and ho- hospitality, and leisure and hospitality was one of the industries that contributed um, a fair number of jobs. They were the leading contributor among all industries uh, to the to the job creation, but they are still down 1.4 million from where they were, where leisure and hospitality was in February of 2020. So um, that's that's more that more than accounts for the 1.2 million overall um, jobs deficit. So that so there's still um, plenty of plenty of room for growth in leisure and hospitality.
0: So, but just before we leave the revisions, as you mentioned, most revisions we've discussed have been additional jobs. Right. This was down any, and I know it's not a lot of numbers, but just curious any idea what that's about? Why, what might have caused a, a downward number? This sounds so, too small to assess.
2: So it, it is small, um, and, and the revisions are, um not necessarily related to the, to the state of the economy. They're related to the pace at which employers get their information in for the monthly jobs report. Employers have three months to get their information in for the, for the month being reported on. Um, and so uh, it, 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 it could be some, but, but, but it's about, it's about data, data reporting, not about the underlying state of the economy. The underlying state of the economy is, is strong. And um, and the and the job creation is is strong, and it's it's a it's a fluke. Back in normal times, there's there's numbers like like that, ten to ten to forty um, thousand routinely, and then we had big ones because of data collection problems and reporting because of the pandemic. But to the extent that things are normalizing somewhat, we're kind of back to the smallish revisions. I could be proven wrong next month as, as I frequently am, but um, it's always dangerous to make predictions about the future.
0: I don't think in all the years we worked together, known each other. I don't think you've ever been proven wrong or accused me wrong about anything Chad that I can recall. I think you've been, I think you've been right always. (laughs) Well, I appreciate that. That's my, that's my, that's my recollection. But, But, but now you mentioned leisure and hospitality. Um, and them, that industry still being behind. It, it are, is, but I wanna be clear, is, is leisure and hospitality uh, itself any more unusual than any other industry? In other words, is there another industry that is uh, coming back more quickly than leisure and hospitality?
2: Um, uh, there, 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 there are some, but what's what's... The thing about leisure and hospitality is that um, the leading sectors, um, you know, eating, eating and drinking places and accommodations, are places where there's a lot of face-to-face communication, and and where where the workers uh, are predominantly um, lower-wage um, workers, um, who may have situations that make it hard for them to come back to work, and because um, because of the of the the remaining health risks from the, from the, the from the virus, um, people are people are reluctant to come back into face to face jobs. So the, it's it's probably primarily on the on the on the labor supply side rather than the demand side. I mean, there's lots of job openings. Um, employers want people, but people want to be safe.
0: Yeah. No. And, and right. And I think too, looking at that industry, also, again, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm going to pretend to be a. Somewhat of a forecaster like you, Um, overall looking at that industry would seem that if that's still not necessarily slow to come back, but at at its own pace, it suggests that COVID is still somewhat of a factor out here. Um, While you know a lot of people think that it's over, you know COVID is done, but that ought to give us pause and say to us, well, maybe not quite. There's a reason why. These are jobs with the most human contact on both sides. If, if COVID was completely gone, they would logically be the industry that would be recovering the most quickly. Right. Uh, but it says a lot, because you're talking about leisure hospitality. Are, are, are people out here resuming traveling and vacationing as quickly as we thought they would or as we think they are? And on yeah. another thing, this is a whole nother, this is probably another show, uh, is is the uh, travel industry um, price gouging in anticipation? People are desperate to get back out here vacationing. So that that's a whole nother thing. Because you look, tell y'all, you look at some plane tickets now, and it's like they know it's the summer, y'all. Y'all haven't been anywhere for two summers, so we're going to charge ten thousand dollar plane tickets. Of course, I'm exaggerating, but <laughs> that might still. All of that is COVID related, is it not? That even if there is a price gouge. People are still taking advantage of the fact that there has been COVID. People are coming back from COVID, so I'm I'm really not that surprised to see that, and I'm sure there are people who are still somewhat uh, uh, trigger shy about traveling. One, and as you said, the people who are working in those industries are the most exposed, are the most vulnerable, and and just to stay at this point for a minute, are. are how are we doing in wages? I mean, I know this isn't related to this job support, but how are we doing in wages in leisure and hospitality to the point where is it worth people coming back and taking a risk for what still may amount to a few dollars, just a pennies? Do we know well,
2: yeah, and in, in, in fact, um if we if if we look at the wage gains, um they're 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 they've been very high in leisure and hospitality, and in in some in some cases. Um, high enough to be significantly above inflation, I mean, to to have a real wage gain of uh, two, three, four, five, 5%. Now, that's slowed a little bit in, um, in, in April. But, um, and, and, and to be clear about leisure and hospitality, like the, like the job market in general, um, it's come back quite a bit from the worst of the, of the recession. But, we're, we're living in the present, and there's, there's still a big gap there, a gap in leisure and hospitality that's bigger than the overall gap. Yeah, yeah. By, yeah. by 200,000.
0: Yeah. Small uh, um, decline in the labor force participation rate and in the share of the population with a job, um, tenths of percentage points. Anything we, I mean, it is very small. Anything we should read into that? Right,
2: so up, up until now, we've been talking about um, the, the payroll employment side of things from, from the survey that asks employers, how many people do you have on your payroll? But the unemployment rate and the labor force participation rate and the share of the population with the job, those come from a household survey. And in fact, and that's where the unemployment rate comes from, um, asking people, um, are, how many people in your household are working uh, or what's the labor status are they working are they looking for work are they um, not looking for work um, all those data and um, while we had strong payroll job growth, oh and also the the survey of households d- covers um different the, the the survey of businesses is just non-farm business establishments survey of households um does does include um, uh, farmers includes include, includes people who are who are self employed, um, not not the not the corporate law firms that are that are so, so sort of self employed and and as corporations, but um, individuals who um, who are are self employed, they are counted. In in the household survey, but they're not on the payroll side, and so there's a different coverage. So there are two different surveys. They're not they're not completely related. But um, the household survey was was a little bit weak. The the unemployment rate stayed at three point six percent, which is a quite low number, it, um, and, and um, that's that's good. That says that says there is there is strength in the in the labor market, um, but. The other measures, um, so the, the size of the labor force dropped, and so the labor force participation rate dropped. Um, so population grew, um, people, but, but people um, now I, I'm sorry, I'm interrupting myself, but um, there's a lot of there's a, there's a lot more variability month to month in the household data. It's a smaller sample, and so it can jump around. Uh, it can move around a little bit more. So, th- so this was a um, little bit surprising that um, that that payroll employment and the share of the population with the job fell a little bit. Um, I expect that's temporary, uh, and 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 that we'll will be back on back on track with with um, labor force participation. Um, increasing and, and the employment to population ratio increasing. But this, this month, um, there's a little bit of a disconnect because of the payroll being solid, but the unemployment rate was steady and low. And although still too high, the black unemployment rate dropped below 6%, which is what it was at be, just before the recession. So it's it's still too high as, as we always talk about, but it it's come down um, back, back to back to what what it what it looks like in a strongish economy. Um yeah, yeah. It's, it's better than the reverse.
1: <laughs> At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies
2: These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at hero.co.
0: Well, and, and we look at February 2020 numbers a lot, a, a lot of categories of the rates by race and ethnicity are almost the same. So, February 2020, the white unemployment rate was 3% april 22 3.2 in the black community it was six percent in February 2020 folks and it's 5.9 in April 2022 uh, for the Hispanic population 4.4 in February 2020 4.1 in April 2022 and for the Asian population 2.5 in February 2020 3.1 percent in April 2022. So there's a small increase in the white and Asian unemployment rates and a small decrease in the black and Hispanic unemployment rates since February of 2020. So for black and Hispanic populations, that's a good thing. For white and Asian, again, it's it's almost negligible, especially for the the white unemployment rate to go from 3.0 to 3.2. Um, is, is not that big of a deal. Just like going for the African-Americans to go from six to 5.9 is not that much of a difference either. But we're still, as we always say, at that place of being double practically uh, what the white unemployment rate is. Uh, and we look at Hispanics as well. And, and let's face it, a lot of the people who, as we were talking about in leisure, a lot of people who work in leisure and hospitality are the people, uh, are black and Hispanic workers. That's just that's just a fact. Um, and and even if not legion hospitality, we, we know this too, Chad, that many of the jobs that people are coming back to are virtual. A lot of companies aren't going back into brick and mortar, at least not yet. Some say, some say they aren't going back at all. I just heard that over the weekend. Somebody's about to get a job at a new company. So oh, Mark, I'm gonna stay working at home forever. I said, how can you do that? He said, well, my company's not coming back. So that being said, many of the jobs that are virtual in that way are the higher end jobs, the majority of which do not go to workers of color. And so, yeah, the the white unemployment rate is probably going to go down more rapidly and stay down as long as that's the case, correct?
2: um yes all 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 rates all rates are coming down um but uh but as as you say the white the the white rate uh, is is low um and and the and the the black and hispanic rates are higher and that's that's a that's a historical pattern um and it's we're, we're continuing to see it um it's better that that all those rates are are low rather than high and we have a disparity but but we, but even though they're low, we still have the disparity.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, just want to point out, we did touch early on. And I just want to lift this up in terms of Chad's numbers and his analysis. And folks, we invite you always to check out Chad's thread on Twitter, Chad CBPP. Um, always a lot of interesting information there. Um, the the share of the 16 and older, the total population with a job. Uh, slipped to 60, percent but is um, well above the lower 51.3 percent going back to 2020, and that would be in April. However, for 25 to 54 year olds, uh, the share of the population with a job is only six-tenths percentage points lower than it was in February in 2020, February 2020. So that's a good thing. Um, 4 million people were working part-time for economic reasons in April, meaning they were involuntarily working fewer hours than they would have liked. That that number was 10.9 million in April of 2020 uh, and 357,000 fewer than in February of 2020. Um, Any any significant change between the part-timers in April twenty two and March twenty two, um,
2: that that
0: changed.
2: That changed a little bit. Um, came that okay. da- came down. Came down a little bit. But uh, but it is but it is notable that for several months now, um, the a, the the latest month, part time for economic reasons, is a smaller number than before the great recession. So that's a that's an improving statistic, unless it. Unless it means that that um, that that people are dropping out of the labor force, but that that's that labor force participation is not going down; it's 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 been moving up too. So I think I think in general that's a good it's a good indicator that um, there's there, there's less part time for economic reasons, and that's because of the stronger economy.
0: We um, always like to talk about education. Six hundred ninety-eight thousand jobs. By in states and localities since February of 2020. Now, how did we do this month on state and locality? And I guess we should probably anticipate summer's upon us, school's going to be out of session. Those state and local jobs, if education is a big factor in those numbers, those numbers will probably go down again, won't they? Um. Th-
2: Certainly, um, there's there's um, there's there's an increase in uh, there's a a, there are changes uh, that are normal seasonal changes, Um, and uh, we'll 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 see what happens um, in in the summer because there's uh, I promise not to talk about seasonal adjustment, so I won't go into detail about it, but it complicates the uh, the the, it's it 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 tries to correct for changes you expect. Expect to see, and 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 whether and whether um, the, what you what you actually see is stronger or weaker than what you expect to be expect to see for seasonal patterns like the hiring season before before the holidays in the, in the fall and winter uh, and uh, um, and the um, going back to school or or uh, going out of school in the in the school year those those create normal fluctuations, but in, in strong labor markets, um, you outperform the normal expectations and, and it goes the other way. So um, state and local jobs are still down a lot and education accounts for half of the, of the jobs that they're down. So that's, that's still an issue.
0: Yeah, yeah. And also, of course, we always check in on where things are with women and Latino and Black women experienced the the greatest job losses. Um, But those numbers are finally coming back, aren't they? For for Black and Latino women. Yes, Black, Black and Latino
2: women in April 2020, which is the depths of the recession, had the biggest job losses compared with February. And then, uh, and then a while later, um, they still had bigger losses. Everyone's, everyone's lost. Uh, so so we're, we're talking about um, uh, white, Asian, um, uh, black and, and Hispanic um, uh, groups and uh, women. And um, in the latest few months, Black and Hispanic women are above where they were in February, 2020 by a little bit. And, and white are, are below, white, white women are uh, a little bit below where they were still. Now this is for the uh, prime age population, age 25 to 54, the people most likely to be, to be working if, if they want to and want to be working, those are the prime working years. Yeah, yeah.
0: All right. So that's that's good. uh, That's good news. So. Seems to me, Chad, things can still, despite some small revisions and small percentages, seems like things can can still only continue to get better. February 2020 and April 2020 were so bad. The fact that the recovery has been even quicker than the big recession. And the fact that it was related to a pandemic that, again, most of us believe we're out of, and I, and I hope we are. We want to have faith in that, um, but we'll you know we, we just have to see. It seems to me that really things can only can only get better, right? Continue to get better.
2: Um, likely, uh, we have we have to we have to talk about the um, the the situation with inflation and and what the Fed is doing, which is to try to slow down um, the 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 rate of growth of not not throw us into a recession so that's so that's a factor that that um, may may be at play but um, in terms of in terms of the goal um, February 2020 was um, a while ago and in the meantime we've had population growth and if we hadn't had the great recession we would if we continued the expansion um, th- we would see everything should be above february or should should be better than february 2020 levels just just by virtue of growth but because we went through that very serious recession and and the, the recovery as you say was much faster than the recovery from the great uh, recession but it's still a recovery that has a ways
0: to go yeah, yeah. um and a worse, you know? yeah a little bit worse. so I know you don't want to get in the forecast, but the Fed did make a decision. What, help us understand what impact you think that will have overall?
2: Okay, so there's, um, there's, no, there's no question that inflation is uh, unacceptably high and it it, it, affects, it affects everybody. And we talked a little bit earlier about how uh, some, um, some low wage jobs have actually seen pretty substantial as a group, um, not, not, don't have the, the data for particular individuals, but lower wage jobs have, have seen better growth, sometimes a little bit ahead of inflation, but um, uh, nominal wage growth, not corrected for inflation, overall slowed a little bit in, uh, in, in April. And if it, and, and that's, that's, that's okay in terms of uh, reducing um, inflationary concerns from, from wages rising so fast that employers are just passing on the prices. We're not in that dynamic yet, um, but the Fed will be aggressively raising rates. And that means that there's a, there's a risk that, that it won't go as smoothly as we would like, but there's also the the, the real possibility that it could. Um, in the in the short run, um, getting wage increases is a good thing for folks at the bottom, and we've seen that happen. Um, but if the prices, if 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 employers are are uh, Passing on um, wage increases into into their prices, then that creates inflation that that is problematic for for everybody, including low wage workers. So, the, with the, the, the Fed the Fed we want, we would like to see um, get get inflation down without throwing uh, and have a soft landing, but um, that's tricky business and so the future is as you said i don't like to predict the future especially when when there's so many moving parts and so many different possible outcomes the the ideal outcome which is achievable which is is within the within the realm of, of, of real possibility is that is that we do kind of settle down we're not going to get back to 2% inflation by the end of the year but I, I believe that in the second half of this year, we will see, instead of each month's inflation report saying, whoops, higher than last month, whoops, highest in a long time, that it'll, it'll start to be going down. And they'll say, oh, didn't go up as much in the 12-month, in the, in the, in the 12-month period in um, July as it, did, as, as it did in June and in August as it did in July. That's, that's what we can expect to see. Um, and if, it, if it's accompanied by the, the economy slowing down how fast it's expanding rather than going into a recession, that would, be, that would be the best outcome. And it's within the realm of possibility. It's not crazy to think that it can happen. We're not, we're not doomed to a recession.
0: That's good to know. And we'll hope for the best, of course.
1: Yeah. At Parker, our purpose is simple. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.
0: Folks, again, on Twitter, at ChadCBPP for Center on Budget and Policy Policy Priorities. And also, uh, CenterOnBudget.org. As always, we talk monthly about the jobs report, we'll continue to hope that we'll continue to climb out of this and things will get better. They have been, no reason to think they won't, but Chad always gives us his expert analysis as chief economist of the Center on Budget and Policy Priorities. Chad, as always, thank you, buddy. Um Great to be here, Mark, thanks.